Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, Deep Dive with Andy and the White Whale. Welcome to the Deep Dive. Andy, the uh, the West Coast offices of deepdivemedia.co are hot right now. We are angry in California. Uh, this is podcasting while angry uh, for lots of lots of reasons. Um, most notably, uh, home field advantage apparently is back on. No one told us. It, um, it came back. Came back. In a what? Where were home teams today? Can you remind me? Well, let's throw out the let neutral me, no, game. Let me check. Throw, let throw me, out the neutral throw, game. Throw out the neutral game on sun, uh, Sunday morning. We'll just go with mm-hmm. the noon and the late games. Yeah, please. Home, all right. Home teams. There were 10 were, games. There were 10 games. Well, let's just take the closing line. Home teams were 10 and 0. Oh. Straight up. Okay. And it appears that they were 10 and 0 against the spread. What? No. Against the spread? Oakland was a Oakland was a favorite. Denver Oakland was, a, was dog. a favorite. Denver was a dog. Chargers, Chargers were, a dog. were a dog. Ten Pittsburgh and zero against the spread. Did Pittsburgh close a dog. Up. Pittsburgh ended up closing a small dog. Ten and zero against the spread. Ten and zero. Miami up. was a dog. Five underdogs. Kansas City was a dog. Straight up at home. Yep. Okay. It's okay, bad. No. We said that. We said this earlier in the year. When it comes back, it okay. is going to. It's going to come back hard one week, and it's okay. going to be crazy, and we're going to say something crazy like this. Okay. So now, now being on the wrong end of a number of these, I am like, I, I'm lacking perspective. Okay. I, and you go back to Thursday. San Francisco not getting that cover was was tilting, mm-hmm. uh, and then now here we sit with every freaking home team covering, and I, of course, like the games that I paid specific attention to. I personally felt like there was a referee disadvantage for the road teams across the league. Like what, just watching it with my eye, like the Pittsburgh indie game. I spent the most time watching today and I was like, I was appalled at how lopsided that play that officiating was. I saw a lot of Minnesota, Kansas city. I felt like that was lopsided. And then I go and check. And of course the home team had the penalty number of penalties called and penalty yard advantage in every single game except for Cleveland Denver and even that game like early on I felt like was lopsided in favor of Denver like am I am am I imagining things or is this or was there like some league memo that was like hey attendance is down people aren't excited going to these games to see their home teams lose we need to uh to tilt the balance a little bit you're doing too good a job of you know, trying to make things neutral here and, and favor the road teams. Like, am I like tripping because it affected me and my bets today? Or was this a thing? <laughs> probably. It's probably a bunch of random events that with a little bit of coincidence. You were on Philly today. Did you get the advantage? Because I can tell you what, there were a couple of couple of calls that felt like were Philly advantage calls. Did you know, do you know, agree with that? It's, it's you were on Philly. Yes, yeah, I mean, it, but it happens in every game. The fact that it just happened to happen in a few games and they all happen to be home teams. I don't know if we're going tinfoil on it, but I mean, I didn't complain about it in Philly. Pitts, the Pittsburgh one was outrageous, personally, I thought. And... I I mean that that one that one I will I, I'm gonna I'm going to have a tough time getting over that Colts loss because 
they were so clearly the better team in so many ways. And, and the fact that like we had, like I had kind of sold myself a little bit of hope that the Colts could win the AFC South. And I was feeling a little bit optimistic about that. And then lo and behold, in the most egregious hands to the face penalty we've seen so far this year. Well, oh, by I don't the way, know. What penalty, about the, the two on the Lions? Those are pretty <laughs> egregious <laughs> from the other week. <laughs> well, no, yeah, no, no. So, yeah, that's my point. Like, I like, like, I didn't know we were enforcing hands to the face all of a sudden, but apparently we are, and apparently we are ignoring it when it's the Pittsburgh Steelers at home, and it happens to push a lineman into their quarterback and take him out for the game potentially for multiple weeks. Like, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know why we're like honestly. Like, I I feel like this week was specifically. Um, officiated, especially, I mean, the officiating has been horrific this season as it is, but this week especially has been awful. And for all of the home teams to happen to win this week and all of them to have a penalty and actually like, like, like you can't deny the actual, the data, like they were, there were more penalties called on away teams in every single freaking game, except for like two. Mm. And there were more I penalty yards. The data. I'm gonna and let you even, speak to that. And even beyond that, though, like the couple of games I watched, like the, like the high leverage 50-50 calls, like they all went to the home teams. I, like, I'm not imagining this. I really don't think I am. Like, I watched some games where I had no stake. And I was like, really? Like, okay. And then I'm like, oh, what do you know? That happened to benefit the home team. I watched another one. Oh, really? Wow, okay. That's fine. That, 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 that one happened benefit the home team like it was crazy and i like i'm usually the calm cool-headed like games aren't fixed blah 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 like but like this was i don't think this was fixing i don't think these guys were were paid but thank you for admitting that the nfl games (laughs) weren't fixed yeah that said we were keen on a fix in a much bigger sport that happened in the last two weeks. So why not? Right. Like, you know, like fixing I'm sure is happening out there, but it's not happening across the entire league. But that said, like clearly they could have sent a freaking memo that was like, you know, we really need to make sure that we're not, you know, going over correcting here to make sure that the road teams are getting a fair whistle. Right. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to throw that out the window. There are memos that are sent. You see this in every sport where they say, you know, Hey, we're going to concentrate on that. This is going to become an area of, you know, we're going to concentrate on this. We're going to, we're going to try to enforce this certain penalty. Remember that preseason where they initiated the one, was it the lowering the helmets or hands to the head or one of them? And yeah, they called it yeah. like every freaking game had two or three of them, it seemed like. And then they just didn't call it in the regular season. Like they just trained people. Boy, the board is lighting up already here. They let it move oh, away because guess what? Don't be no, no, you know why? Let it move away because what does it matter? Honestly, like what does it matter catching good numbers? What does it matter? I mean, other than uh, I guess, I guess if you had gotten, gotten Tampa, if you had gotten Tampa early, then you would be sitting on a winner instead of a pusher or a loser. Uh, other than that, though, like I'm hey, you happy. got you got Very you got um, you got four or five points of closing line value on Cleveland. Oh well, they lost. Uh, you got how much closing? You got four points of closing line value on the Jags. Up, oh, they didn't even freaking show up. Uh, oh, you got uh, four points of closing line value on the on the Niners. Uh, well, you know that that game ends by three. I mean, like every major move that I saw on the board this week, like went 
up in flames. And I honestly, I thought that Philadelphia was going to land on five. Like it felt like that was going to be a five point game for oh a decent gosh. amount there. And that was going to be, you know, another example, but like, you know, these, 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 uh, sides that are getting heavily backed and moving like wildfire are just getting burned to that's, the ground. That's where I was feeling hashtag blessed to have found a renegade four in Philly. Because sure. it's like shit. I looked and looked. And I'm like, God, should I just take a cheaper five? But the fives I could find weren't cheaper, and the book I found it at couldn't sell. So I looked and I said, I'll just take this four. And then you know, in your head, what's the difference between a four and a five, really? Sure. The game <laughs> turned out to be the game turned out to be weird, and I was like, Hey, that could have got <laughs> this. This could get nasty if you had a five. Yeah. For for real, for real. Or if you, I mean, or if you had a Chicago, if you had Chicago plus four, or, yeah. or instead of plus five, it was like, oh, that's a bad, feel bad spot all of a sudden. Oh yeah, they're, they're all all kinds of all all kinds of those examples. Yeah. I, I, I mean, don't I you, I've like, I've always held this I've always held this belief, and maybe this will be unpopular with people who are a little into analytics. And I guess it, it's not like every part of the game. Like I truly believe there's some very smart people, with some very smart models. Models can't be smart. Very accurate models who do great things with NFL, uh, you know, like props, season win totals. We found uh, somebody made a pretty nice distribution for that earlier this year. But like game to game, regular season, you know, props for player, you know, what do you want to call them? Player stats or whatever. Like that can be modeled properly. I don't think a person can just blindly black box the NFL modeling because there's too much going on situationally. And that, that's true in every sport, but I've always felt in the NFL, there's more situational stuff where you have to say, I just can't bet this game. Like the, and the, the Browns, I looked, I missed the move. I'm like, God, I'm thinking about it anyway. And just, just a gross feeling of Baker, you know, mouthing off to that reporter, the way the offenses looked like, you know, they should win this game by 15, but I certainly can't put us dollars on that. Like there was a couple of those games where I, I felt, I don't say smart because I thought for sure Cleveland backers were still going to get their money. I thought for sure they'd come back. That was the early ones, especially that, that was rough, but like I was more than happy to avoided that um, green Bay just the way the Chargers have looked the past few weeks. But it's, again, it's Green Bay traveling second uh, second straight week there, even with the road field advantage. Like that was another just I avoid with all the injuries. Like I'm I'm like four and zero on avoids this week, so that's something I guess. Nice, could added four losers. <laughs> yeah, oh I th- yeah. I thought we were going to add. Get, I thought we were going to oh, get I hosed on the Detroit over. That I was could, another one. I know. I know. Jesus. That was that one was in the balance. Like I was so ready for the Detroit kicker at twenty four twenty three. I was so prepared for the Detroit kicker to miss that extra point and then Oakland to play for a field goal and then that land in under under the uh, uh, the total. Um, it felt like it was coming. The fact that uh, it went over was good, but even still, like the lines felt like they got screwed. You know, that was one too where there was a lot of books closed that at 51 and a half. And it didn't land there, but Oakland, Oakland late. I mean, they absolutely would have been fine with kicking a field goal to take that lead if they had not had punched that in. Absolutely. Like that one could have landed right on 51 where it had been at 52 and 50 during the week. The ones we whiffed on. 
Seattle, Tampa Bay over. We knew that was a play oh and we didn't take it. And it landed on 74 and it was Washington, 44 points, Washington, Buffalo half. under Washington continues to evaporate the clock. That one was never, that one was never breaking 30. That one was never getting to the forties. Never. Washington is not playing games that go to the forties. Like, I'm sorry. Like that. And, and, and shame on me for backing a Jags over the worst, the worst red zone team in the NFL. Like, and it just, just an atrocious offensive approach from whistle to whistle this morning in oh, the man. standalone game. It's been game so long since it was that game so happened. Bad. It I was so bad. I need to bring it up. I watched please. that one from my mind. Reflect on Houston uh, Jacksonville for me, please, please. You're, you're the Gardner. Bill, we have to. We have. We have Bill to. O'Brien on Gardner Minshew mustache parlay teaser is ded dead. I will remember <laughs> you. Do, 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 do. Yeah, it's gone. We'll have to do like the little montage for the five weeks he was alive. That was rough, but yeah. What I'm, happened to him? Coaching. Like, the, hey, guess what? Your whole secondary's out. Let's get Fournette a bunch of touches. Yeah, and then, and then, like you liked. said, the the red zone the red zone offense was pretty putrid, which was to be expected. But we still thought it wasn't going to be a you know something that came into a, you know effect as much. Maybe with some longer <laughs> some longer scores. I don't know. I mean, credit this to total Houston. was forty six. I know. Credit, credit to Houston for two two huge things. Houston did a phenomenal job of playing keep away and keeping their defense off the field. They were like, we know that they are suspect that we were going to keep them off the field. They did a nice job of that. I give them credit. And they have coached up their secondary. They, those guys played well. Like there was, they, it wasn't like there was guys running around wide open down the field that Minshew just wasn't seeing. Although it did look like Minshew himself. And granted, like big whoops here. Like we talked about Jacksonville has made this trip across seas a bunch of times. Well, we forgot about the part where their starting quarterback, this was his first overtime doing that. And sure shit, he looks shook. He had no liveliness at all in the first half in terms of the way he was playing this game. Uh, and uh, I would hang this loss directly on his performance in the first half combined with just an absolute disaster of a coaching plan from Jacksonville Jaguars to score three points against this Texans defense in their current state. My God, my the amount of time that Minshew had in the backfield was a lot at times. Yeah. Still wasn't finding people. I'm not sure what the deal was. Yeah. I mean, he was bad. Let's just say he didn't play well. The game plan wasn't good. And Deshaun Watson's probably an MVP candidate. Yeah. If they, if they win that division, if they can pass up Baltimore and Kansas City, if you know, this is a team that especially with Tunsil back. If you get Tunsil back and get him a little more protection, it's still a good team. They have a good record, even with a you know, a couple little road bumps along the way. Road bumps, is that how you say it? Yeah, Speed sure. Bumps. Potholes. <laughs> but I mean they've Speed they've, bumps. they've found their way into a nice little record here and they can they can for uh, the indie loss was huge for them. They can win the division, they can make some noise in the playoffs because Deshaun Watson is and he's not gone. We can't say replacement, but he is our replacement for Russell Wilson. Once Russell yeah. Wilson hangs it up, he is that guy. He makes things happen. That touchdown that they called where he was in the grasp, and then like two weeks later that he made the exact same play where he was being had. Like he's yeah. 
he's something else. He's, yeah. he's an electric no, player. He has a really nice, he has a nice ability of keeping his knees off the ground and making a throw, which is like unique. I don't never seen that before. Well, he's, it's not um, like big banner cam where they're just freaking huge guys. Yeah. Right. You can't, it's not like you can't tackle him. You can tackle him, but he can keep himself live just long enough to, uh, to get the pass out. Oh man, dude, <sighs> I guess let's, I'm going to make myself feel a little bit better right now and say, I didn't have the worst day. Uh, across the NFL. I'm going to hang that directly on Adam Gase and New York Jets, who have lost to the fucking Dolphins. They lost convincingly. And, okay, I guess, hey, what was your commentary? We were 4-0 on bets that we didn't place today? Yeah. High five, fist bump to you for not backing the Jets' second half. Um, which we called. We were like, look, if the Jets are down at halftime, I'm going to go ahead and not back them because who knows what the state of that locker room is. Turns out it was not competitive and they did not show out in the second half and they gave the Dolphins their first win of the season. So we will not have uh, an, uh, 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 what, what's the uh, the 0-16 Dolphins team. We still may have an 0-16 team. I guess Cincinnati still hasn't gotten a win yet, right? Um, There's a website for this now. But it ain't going to be the Dolphins. It's called, uh, I'm going to give this website shine because I've used it in the past. And it's Tankathon? Like, Tankathon. Absolutely. <laughs> I didn't know they had a football one. There's a football really? Tankathon? Oh, yeah. It's just Tankathon slash NFL. Yeah, they have it for oh, all yeah, Go sports. check this out. All right. Tankathon. Tankathon. If you, if you are interested, this is a really nice live kind of, it shows basically the reverse NFL standings. But, you know, most of the NFL standings are going to show you things by division because that's how things are decided. This breaks it down for the draft. So it'll show you where it is. In Miami, who everybody was piling on to, you know, have an 0-16 season, worst team of all time, they actually have the fourth pick right now. <laughs> Cincinnati, Washington, and the Jets. Oh, are my them gosh. The they should put Rosen back in. Which, and boy, Chicago losing today, <laughs> Oakland the time will tell on the Oakland trades, I guess, because Oakland, oh, has, Oakland has the 10th pick. Now, oh. <laughs> Chicago's pick as of right now. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow, dude. Mm-hmm. How, how many picks does Miami have? They have three? All right. They so Houston, Miami would have the fourth Pittsburgh, pick. And then they also have Pittsburgh's, which is 17th. And then they also have Houston's, which would be 25th. That's enough to not bundle all, up and move up to a Washington day. first overall. Washington gets the first overall over Cincinnati. Although Cincinnati looks pretty damn determined to Cincinnati hit the top of that is, board. Cincinnati plays the Jets. So <laughs> They're going to hit the top of that board, man. Tiebreaker. Oh, man. Um, no, it's, a, it's a good website. It's fun to watch. Cincinnati to plays Miami, too, yeah. yeah. Throughout the uh, season. Um, I love Tankathon. I didn't know they had an NFL one. I love the NBA one. It's You actually, like, legitimately, you need, like, come March 1st, like you need to start going to tankathon.com to see the NBA standards. It's an important part of a handicap. It's a, it's the official <laughs> tanking website of the Deep Dive podcast. I'll say it right now. I will making, co-sign on this. Making it official. Um, good website. All right, back to back some to this losses. Week. Um, well, what'd no, you win? What'd know. you win today? What'd you win today? What did you? What, right. what were some of your? What were some of our good calls today? Let's recount any of them. Oh, the Detroit Oakland over. I just that there was no way that wasn't going over, minus some weird game state blowout, where yep. 
uh, one team was free rushing and the other team was running the ball or the team was free rushing and running the ball, trying to kill the clock second half. And we ended up in the early, early low to mid forties, but Detroit left a lot of points on the field too. Yeah. Once it was tied, we were Gucci. That was solid. Uh, I bet Philly this morning. I don't usually bet on Sunday unless it's a teaser, but I just, could not wrap my head and I do this every week and this is maybe a good exercise for anybody else is try to talk yourself into betting the opposite side of something you're looking to bet and really do it really like you know when you're doing the research and you're like man I think this team is way better in the red zone and that other team has a bad red zone defense and then you look it up and maybe it's not as compelling of an argument as you thought it was but you're still like ah you know what it's still it's not as good as I thought but it's still there and you kind of convince yourself you need to do that for the other team, except it'll be the opposite. Like, oh man, you know, the, I guess the bears are a little better in this situational spot than I thought they were. And maybe you can talk yourself out of some bets. And that's why I don't make, I mean, I've only made what 40 bets all year. We're nine weeks deep. I, I take it pretty easily for the most part. So I did that with Chicago and there was just nothing. I couldn't do it because it was the same as last week with the bills the only way to beat Philadelphia is through the air. Like they are so susceptible with that secondary and you just don't have the quarterback to do it. I think you have a better, better receiving core in Chicago than you did. Uh, if you count the running backs that you do with the Buffalo bills, but I just couldn't fathom a world in which Mitch Trubisky threw for like 275 and scorched him. So I like that one a lot. My teaser died in London but Detroit, the Detroit half got there. I should have added a second teaser, I guess, with somebody. Mm. And then Tampa, Tampa felt good. Tampa felt like the right side. Whatever. Overtime luck. I took a push. I got the six. Overtime luck, but let's remember, Seattle had a 40-yard field goal to win it by three. Oh, yeah. No, that sucked. I wish they'd have made that. I wish <laughs> Arians would have gone for two. There's a million things that could have happened. So that was a a good instance of getting another one, getting the best number. Why didn't Arians go for two? Why did he put his defense back out there? Why did he hang any of this on his defense, which was was getting utterly gashed? Arians does not have it. He doesn't have it. He doesn't have it. I was talking with my matchbook friends, and we were like, they have to go for two to get this touchdown, right? Yeah, obviously. You can't put your freaking defense back out there. They didn't do it. What the hell? Yeah, I don't know if it's one of those where it's, uh, you know, you can make the argument that it's maybe a lost season, but it, then isn't that an argument for going for two? Just yeah, you're two and with? five. Your yeah. season's over. Go for fucking two. What are you doing? Yeah. Get out. I, get, I get, thought I thought they should have too. Yeah, that that field goal miss was rough. But what'd you make you, of your you Vikings? Could see it, you could see it right away in overtime. That defense had just yes, been out there for the last drive. They were they were tired. I agree. They, your they Vikings. Well. Your Vikings lost in Kansas City. What happened? Ooh. That number got secondary is not good. That, that number got steamed up to five, which is what we had talked about. It was going to be four-ish if he was out, right? Yep. Got steamed, and the Vikings defense got uh, embarrassed. I got to say, there were a couple of plays where they got to run down their throats. They gave up a ninety-yard touchdown run to a guy that got caught by his own teammate. Uh, what happened with the Vikings? They gave they 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 had some bad tackles, some bad play. It was just, this was just their their uh, their sloppy game. Yeah, they looked like the Browns. 
Uh, they, they I don't had know if I'd go that sloppy, far. <laughs> I mean, just sloppy tackling, bad game plan. I know they weren't that bad. Nobody, nobody played that bad. Maybe Green Bay, but uh, yeah, the the game plan was rough. They weren't able to run the ball. I, I'm not sure why. They got away from some of the things that made them successful over the last few weeks, and I don't know. Just a, it's a tough road environment. I don't know if the steam was warranted. It's funny how the you know the super contest line was saying that Mahomes was going to play. If like if you have Minnesota tickets, this one feels bad. This one feels bad because you got Mahomes out. Mahomes didn't play, and you still couldn't get this win. Like that's such a blessing to get Matt Moore. Matt Moore looked good. He's got an arm, and the the Minnesota secondary. I saw a good tweet about this. I, there's no chance I'll be able to find it right now, but the, they don't grade out well. Safety, safety's grade out good, but the corners they grade out pretty poorly, and they can be beaten. They can be beaten by speed. Basically, those fast guys. I mean, the Reeks and the Hardmans. If you can throw it far enough, you can throw a touchdown. Like how it does, how it works is you don't underthrow them, and then they're going to get a long pass for a touchdown or at least a long gain. So you just have to time out your throw and sling it as far as you can. They're going to beat people, especially corners that can't run with them. So second half was pretty ugly for them. I thought they'd they'd get the win. I knew some people that were cheering for them. I didn't have anything besides we have our Super Bowl taken from preseason, which is looking a little rough, but uh, the whole NFC North lost. So, Dude, it would have been a good weekend for the fucking Vikings to win, man. Oh, you're telling me. Because yeah, standing wise in the NFC, the Saints were off. Um, I mean, Carolina won. Uh, yeah, Green Bay lost. That would have been that would have been big to pick. The Green Bay there. losing this game to the Chargers would have been an important one for Minnesota yeah. to get a win. What what uh, would you make of Green Bay? Did you watch any of that game? Yeah, I they never. They never looked right. Don't. Yeah, that's a good way to phrase it. They just didn't look right. Like, Rodgers looked so bad. And he's, you know, you can say anything you want about the receiving core and who he has to work with, but they've looked a lot better than that with, you know, whoever you want to throw out there, the Lazards and the Scantlings. Yeah, on the road last week in a hostile environment. Yeah, much more hostile environment. Against uh, a beatable secondary, but, I mean, the Chargers have been beat up too. That yeah, that was inexcusable. I Did it even feel like the Chargers well, yeah. played well? No, it didn't. <laughs> yeah, the exactly. Chargers. The Chargers were like surprised that they're winning. It seemed. Oh, <laughs> yeah, was, right. Oh, this is this is fun. I know the Chargers um, are out here kicking field goals, and you're like, yeah, that's going to cost you. That's going to turn. Yeah, you can't kick field goals and expect to win. Oh no, actually, yeah, you can't because Green Bay is legitimately going to just turtle. Yeah, and the Chargers are four and five now. They're not. They've won two in a row. They're not out of it. Ah, that's weird. Yeah, they're, they're middle. They're middle of the pack right now. Too many injuries still. No, I mean, it, yeah, they they are. I mean, if you want to get realistic, but mathematically, they're not out of anything. They're middle of the pack team right now. I don't know. You know who is out of it? You know who is out of it? The Browns. The Browns. <laughs> what do you make of the Freddie Kitchens experiment? Well, they have a worse record than the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> They have a worse record than the Denver Broncos. 
They have the same record and could be a worse record, depending on what happens tomorrow within the Giants. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing, but it's that just the fucking Browns, man. Four-game losing streak that involves Baker screaming at a reporter, storming out, players wearing... And it seems like these are little things, but it just speaks to the culture. You don't hear about shit like this on winning teams. Like they, they're more disciplined than this. And I you do want to go back. Real, I do want to touch on Green Bay real quick. Let's let's stop yeah, go, one oh, quick sorry, second. Sorry. Go, go ahead. We don't have the but well, we don't have the information on this yet. But the Lafleur thing, where he said we got to the stadium late, we're not prepared. We're we're playing tired. Yes, yeah, he waved away flag. We well, I don't know what like what happened. I really, really hope we find out what happened. If they just misjudged LA traffic or what the hell was going on, like it's who, not who crazy? Would, who would say that? Just be like you know, weird shit happens game. when you have a rookie head coach. You're not re- you're not prepped. You're not yeah, you're not you're not. Quick they enough. looked. I mean, they looked like they got to the stadium late. They looked like they didn't sleep all night. They looked. Terrible. They looked like they still haven't gotten to the stadium. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but on to Cleveland. Yeah, another messy. Rookie head coach, if you had to go forward with Gase, Kitchens, or uh, Miami head coach, what's his name again? Flores. Flores, I, right? I guess. Now. I guess. Well, I guess Flores because we don't know he. Didn't, <laughs> we don't know. We don't know he's a piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> right? I'm, take, like, I'm taking. Flores. Like we know the other guys are pieces of shit. We don't know Flores. Is a piece of shit, so yeah, it's Damn, funny that yeah, uh, we'll take the, the kicking, unknown there. Kicking into the end zone thing. Um, how the Lions oh, were, you know, Jesus. the Lions were doing that. And it's, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, well, yeah. Will Brinson pointed that out. Yeah. He said that, oh, you know, he's, he's a Belichick disciple, maybe. And I, I was looking at Miami stats. And I'm like, God, my, maybe Flores is just saving it for next year. He's like, well, I don't sure. want to give. I don't want to give ourselves advantages to win. No, games no, no. We're trying to lose. Yeah, because right. Flores for sure could could be. An That's actually coach. a good point. Maybe we have to downgrade Flores after today's performance. Yeah, he won. <laughs> they took themselves from number one in the draft to number four. That's a big fuck up. Um, all right, let's get serious for a second about Cleveland. Uh, the real yeah. tragedy, the real tragedy of that game. Baker Mayfield didn't throw a pick. <laughs> he played a clean game. Uh, you would have thought with uh, Jameis Winston going up to Seattle and not throwing a pick that we might have gained a little ground in the uh, top int race, but no. Uh, Baker Mayfield also was uh, kept stick kept himself off of the interception score yeah. sheeter off the score sheet today, and his counterpart Brandon Allen, who we made jokes about in the run up to this week because he's never had an NFL start and because he should not be getting an NFL start, uh, went twelve for 20, 200 yards, two touchdowns, didn't throw a pick, got sacked three times, didn't fumble. Like, he did what he needed he, to. He did what he needed to. The moment wasn't too big for him. Like that—that's a he flat, had a, he that's had a couple a nice runs. Performance. Like, yeah, uh, that's a actually. You know what? That's a good point. He did have a couple nice runs. He ran an eleven yard yarder once at that one point that that converted a first down. That was pretty important. Uh, and yeah, uh, I don't know if Flacco can do that. You know, I mean, he didn't get sacked and fumble like Flacco, so I guess he was an upgrade. Um, yeah. Do we have to give Denver a little bit more uh, consideration if Brandon Allen is going to not pee down his leg? They have good running backs. They have a good defense. They have good receivers. He will get more time. Um, if you bet on all three Allens and parlayed them together, you were a winner today. 
Mm. That was a winning. You can't lose quarterback Sam Allen. Yeah, the 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 interception race is tight, man. It's twelve twelve. Baker Jameis mm-hmm. you know, saving grace is the next two are Matt Ryan and Andy Dalton. Who are yeah. out? We're out. <laughs> um, don't know. Don't know what to think of Denver. That's such a. They're on by, so we don't have to yeah, think about that's it for two weeks. That's what's um, tough about that, man. I really kind of wanted to fade the Texans next week, and whoopsie daisy, they're not playing. Yeah, no, and same. I don't know that I'm in the Texans fading business anymore, to be honest with you. Like, they're coaching up their defense a little bit. It feels like, um, well, you know, a little uh, Bryce Harper theory in action with the Texans defense. JJ Watt goes out, and all of a sudden, they can they don't suck anymore. Um, Take out the rookie head coaches. Who had the worst coaching performance? Oh, of the day, it can't be Doug Marone. That's the first one that popped to mind. Yeah, that's not. He didn't have a good day. Matt Nagy didn't do too hot either. Oh, yeah. Actually, he wins. He wins. I was going to say, I was going to say Patricia. He made some bad calls. They probably he did. He made some bad calls. could have won decisions. that game, but man, Vrabel, Matt Nagy. Vrabel, Matt was, Vrabel was never in the game um, against a team he should have been live against. Uh, yeah. I mean, Aaron, Arians for not going for two at the end. Like I know, I like, know, but I gotta give I mean, them credit you, for that offensive I, game plan. Like they look you, good for time. like you, you by kicking the extra point, you elected to lose the game. In my opinion, I don't know. Um, yeah, that's those are the ones that that are. I mean, I Adam Gase. <laughs> I mean, he's not. I mean, he's, I know he's, he's a not a rookie yet. For I Gi- still want to throw he's him. Been a, he's been a head coach for a long time. His performance was pretty horrific. Um, but yeah, no. From from a tenured coach who had the least impressive performances, um, Doug Marone was high. Uh, if I were if I were Jags ownership, I would be looking long and hard. What is the direction of our franchise after what I saw today in London? That was really really bad. You just let Gase coach out the year? No, no. No, you let him pollute Darnold. No, get a guy in there that you think can that can tutelage Darnold to get him. I mean, like, yeah. like, you, like, like, if you're the Jets, like, you are really playing with fire. You have a super young quarterback. This is his second offensive system. Like, like, you need you have to handle this extremely carefully, or you're going to end up like Chicago, <laughs> like, or like the Browns. I mean, like Mariota, what was like, I don't want to say Mariota failed because he had so many different coaching systems in his young, you know, and his throughout his youth at Tennessee. Like, honestly, I think Mariota failed because he got tackled too many times and pinched a nerve in his neck and lost feeling in his fingers and couldn't throw the ball very well. Like, I think that's what happened. Um, But if you're, you know, if you're, you know, Darnold is in the spotlight in New York and like he is under, you know, he's under a microscope and do you have, you know, a very poor team, you know, coaching him up? This is a problem. Um, I don't think you can let Gase coach out the year personally. That's my opinion. What do you think? What, what do you do if you're, if you're the Jets? I mean, the Jets are in a free fall anyway. They, they hired Gase, they signed Le'Veon Bell and then they fired their GM. Like, th- like this is franchise is in a very, 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 Tenuous spot. Yeah, I guess you, you talked me into it. Like, as far as you still have time to turn Darnold into what you hope you got when you drafted him, 
I think bringing somebody in would be smart. I just don't know who. <sighs> See their dogs at home to the Giants next week. Yeah. If you, I think he makes it through this week. I think if he loses that one at home, which isn't really at home. Not really. <laughs> it's kind of a goofy home game. That's yeah. a that's a new. T- I mean, all that matters is who's wearing what color jerseys there. That's sure enough, a fun one. Well, but, Fireman, uh, it'll probably be there. Fireman, it'll be there. Sad. Um, Crying yeah. into his helmet. Like, why did I accept to come back to be part of this? Because um, he had quit the franchise. We're some very negative that? today. We're so negative. Yeah, well, I'm not even I got, having a losing I, day dude, yet. I I I got my fucking teeth kicked in today. Like it I have hard. just. I have just gotten my teeth kicked in today. It has been a bad day for me. And I kind of felt, I mean, I, I, I didn't, I didn't necessarily see it coming because I was on the right side of a bunch of line moves, but guess what? Like I'm not the only one out there that's swinging hard on NFL plays and getting their teeth kicked in. I, I mean, like that, like just the, just the general, uh, like if you evaluate, how the line has moved and you think of, wow, somebody got a four point closing line value on the Jacks. Well, yeah, <laughs> somebody got a seven point closing line value on the Browns. Yep. Well, never mind. You know, like there, like there are some serious winners in the market that have been just getting their asses kicked as well. So that's about the only thing I can really kind of try to feel. <laughs> so make you about. feel better. Well, I, would I tell know, you what, I know I what you mean. You know, you know what would have made me feel better is fu- fucking Adam Vinatieri doesn't miss a forty-three yard field goal. You know what else would have made me feel better if fucking I uh, told you to apologize. The Seattle to Seahawks kicker doesn't miss a field goal at the end of regulation from forty yards, yeah. uh, and the Seahawks just win by three. Like that, those those two kickers would have made me feel a hell of a lot better. I tried um, to tell you to, but you were so mad at Vinatieri, fucking Vinatieri, making that long field goal to beat me. You can't you can't talk shit about kickers. They'll come back to get you. Yeah, well, he did well. <laughs> <laughs> he got me good, that fucker. <laughs> he got me good. Okay, I'll call the guy a chicken fucker. Um, <laughs> lines are up. Anything? I know you're sad uh, and upset. I kind of want to fade. I know, and I know this feeling. Like you don't, you don't like even want to look at the uh, lines. Indianapolis isn't even playing there. I'm by. No. Fuck. Let's hit on I'm, a couple. I, I love, I love, the, I love Frank Reich. I love his calls. That that was a fun game. But with Brian Hoyer, that team is fucked. Um, Something I'm looking at is Cleveland in a tailspin, a three point favorite at home. Uh, yeah, tough yeah. Defense. Uh, with that, what what is up with that line? What uh, the fuck? A team that is absolutely uh, in what? in in the mix to be. I mean, they're they going. No, to, they're getting a wild card. Yeah, they Buffalo are getting, is getting a wild, a wild card. card. Period. You can. They're getting the five seed. They're going to take on the winner of the AFC South. You can stop that. Full stop. Full stop. Why in the hell are they two and a half point dogs to Cleveland? Yeah, you get uh, man, and I've bet against Buffalo a few times, and I talked a lot of shit about Buffalo when I bet with the Eagles, but the Eagles are not the Browns. And Cleveland, even at home, probably shouldn't be a favorite because B- Buffalo didn't even really have a ton of like did they did they even have to expend a lot of effort in the second half there? No, like, this is a good spot for Buffalo. They got they, well, that's they something had a pseudo they had a pseudo buy. Playing the Redskins is a pseudo buy. The way they kill the clock. Yeah, 
No, that's something that popped right away for me. And then uh, Detroit as a dog going to Chicago. Also insane. The way that right. offense looked, yeah. Detroit money line for me. <sighs> Trubisky, um, yeah. D- Detroit's defense, you know, they didn't look great against Oakland. But Derek Carr, you know, we talk about uh, Mariota, or Mariota, Mariota earlier and how he, you know, he struggled early in his career, maybe changes of OCs and some injuries. Like Derek Carr had a lot of injuries and a lot of flux out there, and he's playing pretty well. He's playing at a level that is much, much higher than anything Mitchell Trubisky has achieved this year. So I don't think that line's quite right. I would uh, I would lean towards taking some Detroit early. The rest They're on the road, though. Are, Home field advantage is in now. It's back. It's back. Yeah, and, it, and granted, it is Chicago in November. It's not an easy place to play, but, man, Chicago just looks dead. They look Detroit's dead second week in a row on the road. So Detroit was in Oakland this week. They're going yeah. now traveling again. You're not, yeah, you're not I, afraid I, of that? I'm not. I guess, I'm not that you know, that's, why they're, that's why they're a dog. Traveling. I mean, would you make I, them a three? What, what would you say they should be if they were at home? Favored by three then? Would you bet Detroit minus three at home against the Bears? I would bet that in a heartbeat. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the, that's the, you know, the, whatever you want to call it, adjustment you have to make. Um, Green Bay favored by six at home versus Carolina. Yeah. I would bet that. They're going to get to the stadium on time. They certainly will. Uh, The only other one, and it'll probably be changing based on what we see tomorrow night, but Dallas, Minnesota. Dallas, a two and a half, three point favorite versus Minnesota. Oh, man, dude. Um, I kind of want to talk me out of. Um, all right, okay. I need, I need help here. I need help on a couple things here. <laughs> it's like me with the horses. Throw me a rope, dude. <laughs> dude At least I can hang myself. For, first of all, Thursday night football is worth talking about. I think Oakland should be favored by more than one and a half. Do you agree with I was, that? I was saving it. Okay, we'll we'll circle back on that. I mean, I just did say a bunch of nice things about Oakland. Okay, so then uh, Pittsburgh is playing the Rams, who are coming off of a bye, coming off of London. Mm -hmm. We've seen this shadow. We think it's a thing. Home field advantage is a thing again. Should Pittsburgh be inside a field goal? I feel like taking a plus four, but part of my thinking, this is Pittsburgh's third week in a row at home. Mm-hmm. They're getting like the crowd is into it. Their defense is playing hard. They have a very legitimate pass rush. I thought Indy was live and should have won the game mostly because of their coaching decisions and their scheming and all of that is on Frank Reich. I don't know that you're seeing as solid, a, you know, as solid a call from McVeigh this season as we have in years past. I want to, consider Pittsburgh live in this one at home against the Rams. Can you talk me out of this? Am I being recency bias affected having lost my ND play today? Because maybe, maybe a little, I don't know. It's uh it's a game I crossed off early. Like when I Why? looked at it, I, cause you don't know what to make of the Rams. I don't know what to make of the Rams. And I feel like they're still, they're a five and three team. They're not playing terrible football, but when they play a tough pass rush that makes Goff look bad, Goff looks really bad. It so seems really, like that exact recipe. I know. I really want to dig a little deeper into what the Steelers will be doing defensively, I guess, because Goff can absolutely 
he can make you look bad. He has a good offense. He has a good offense around him. Dude, how many weeks in a row is Pittsburgh going to be at fucking home, dude? All of them. They've been, they've been at home for like a month. Their one road trip was LA Chargers. This is like their fifth or sixth week at home, I feel like. This is yeah. just crazy. I hate the Steelers. I hate Tomlin. And I want to back them this week because I feel like they should be a three, three point. I think that's a good sign game. that it's a team you hate and you hate the coach and you still want to back them. You're not letting your hate of a team get into it. Have you looked at any totals? No, let's look at let's, let's let me just before we I'm, I'm going to cover the numbers up here. And I'm going to give you some gut feels on these. Which okay. ones it should be? Should be we should be looking at? I think we should got probably. Big We've got one big one. The well, the big one. What's the biggest one? The biggest one is pretty obviously Atlanta, New Orleans. It is not. Tampa, Arizona. There you go. Three Tampa, points Arizona higher. Worthy. That's that's worthy of being biggest. It absolutely is. That should be. What's uh? What's a New Orleans, Atlanta? What's the New Orleans Atlanta total? It's that should 50, be 54. 50, 51, 51, 51? And a half. That oh, is wow. where I'm at. Yeah. That seems low. Yeah. Nah. I and, guess, I, do we know, is it going to be Matt Ryan or Matt Schaub? Do we know? Does it I don't, matter? Does it matter? <laughs> I don't know. I think Schaub, Schaub didn't play bad, but it feels like the game script where New Orleans does whatever they want, leads like 28 to 10 at the half, and... Wins. You know, Atlanta. To 10. Yeah, Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, you know, okay. Atlanta, Atlanta scores like three garbage touchdowns to New Orleans one in the second half. And it clearly goes over. It was never a game. You got garbage time, whichever one, whichever go. Oh, Patriots. Lamar Jackson opening drive touchdown for the Ravens. Fuck. It took them seven minutes. That's good. And it was looking like it gotten stopped. There was some sort of penalty I missed. Um, Oh, we have nothing below 40 this week. Low total on the board is... I think you'll nail this one. The low total on the board has got to be the Washington game. Oh, they're on by. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I was going to say, I'm not seeing it. I mean, the Washington game. If you see another Washington game that's above 35, uh, that's a bet on. Uh, Low total has got to be the Buffalo game. Buffalo Cleveland? Precisely. Is it in the 40s? It's 41 and a half right now, pretty much mm. painted. Um, Pinnacles, even juice, doesn't look like it's destined to move anywhere right now. Uh, the other low one is the Miami-Indianapolis game, which I guess I can get behind. Finally, Miami loses its, ends its winning streak in the Lucas Oil Dome Stadium. It comes to an end. The rate of terror is over. Detroit-Chicago is right around there, too. I actually think that might be a titch low. Okay, it's, it's it's been bet up a little at bookmaker or uh, five dimes. It looks like. Oh, well, I kind of like that over. Uh, although, I mean, no. Again, I you're bet, you're betting on Trubisky to score points. Yeah, yeah. that's a problem. In that scenario. Um, Baltimore, Cincinnati. We saw them play once already this season. Uh, that should be an under look at forty six and a half. I bet that under, and I will again. <laughs> um. Hmm. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm agreeing hard on that. Hmm. 46 and a half at Bookmaker and Bet Online. I'm gonna. I'm just looking at the screen. I'm actually gonna pull some books up. Arizona, Tampa Bay. Can you talk me out of betting this over? 53 and a half. Not 54? really. That's gonna be a super fun game. It's a. What do we got? Tight end funnel. Yeah. 
How about uh oh my goodness Slash. gracious? What is that line? Monday night football's total is 44 and a half. Excuse me. This Seattle defense, this San Francisco defense without Quan Alexander, this Russell Wilson and Jimmy Garoppolo going toe to toe, touchdown for touchdown, 44 and a half. Excuse well, me. I clicked on the date. I don't even have Monday night. What up. is going on? It's 45 in a few places. It's it, it opened at 45, apparently. That that opener is three points too low. It should be that that should have opened 47, 48. I cannot believe that number. Do you think Seattle will be able to run though? If they can't run, they're not gonna do anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not as excited as that as you. That's a bad line, dude. I will agree. I'm betting that low. over. Right. Sure, I'm betting that over. Sun tilt. No. Well, yeah, that's true, but <laughs> that's true, that doesn't too. change my opinion of that total being ridiculously low. I mean, that's when we wake up tomorrow morning. It's like 46 and a half, 47. Do you think it's a Monday night game? Sometimes they'll sit pad a little funny. Yeah, well, when it's that bad of a line, they get hit pretty hard. Okay. I'll trust you on that one. Okay. We'll see how it goes. Jets Giants um, game, not touching side no. or total. No. Uh, Carolina Green Carolina Green dude. Bay, 48. <sighs> I mean, Green after, Bay. Yeah. I I I uh I have no read on that game one way or another. I'm shocked. I mean, I guess if if, if you're going to give me Green Bay minus five and a half, I'll probably bet them. But uh, I think the total looks potentially high. But at the same time, I would have told you today's total was high and Carolina, Tennessee went for 50. So the hell do I know? Um, Some funny turnovers in that one. Yeah. Dude, this card. I think the, top, the battle for New York bottom, is a complete cross off. I can't bet how, side or total that one. That how bad? The quickest I've ever crossed the game off. How bad oh. is this card, top to bottom, week ten? Oh, Holy it's fuck. it's pretty it's pretty important for some of these games. No, I know, but it's a bad card. No, um, what's your Minnesota bounce? Is Minnesota bounce back, or they're on the road for the second straight week in Dallas? Dallas is coming off a divisional game. Oh. You, might get, you might catch them. Kirk Cousins in primetime against a winning team. I'm, I'm super hopeful. I, I bet they. I bet they destroyed Dallas. Was this Dante Culpepper and Randy Moss come back? Or who was? God, was it even? Maybe it was Cunningham for that game. The '98 game. Oof. Dallas just got smoked. Didn't know what hit him. Little Brady yeah. just got hit. Is he out? No, he just got hit while he threw. All right. Well, I've made a couple bets. I'm pretty happy. So you don't have an initial read on Dallas, uh, Minnesota? You think uh, that line's a little late? You think Dallas? I mean, let's. I mean, obviously, I have a Dallas. My quick handicap on Monday Night Football. Let's wrap this up. I think Dallas destroys New York. Obviously, it's a road team, so tread carefully because obviously, you know the the you know the narrative that seems like they're going to crank through this freaking Play-Doh fun factory this week is that home teams are going to go undefeated, um, but. Uh, I like the like I like Dallas to um, you know to kind of play with their food tomorrow, so to speak. Oh man, I'm gonna get killed on that CLV. Six and a half now. Fuck, dude. Oh, maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> that that might not be a bad thing. Why? Why though? Why did that drift down? Was there an injury? I don't uh, know. And to tell you the truth, I was hoping it would drift the other way. I was gonna tease them. 
Dude, what the fuck? I really, I really actually thought it would get bet up and I'd be teasing Dallas through, you know, it'd be Dallas seven and a half and I'd be teasing it. Every important, every important component for Dallas is playing other than questionable for late LVE is questionable. Um, and then New York Sterling Shepard is yeah, out. So little me why for Shepard, he's not why playing. The hell, that is drifting towards the Giants. Other than the fact that word has gotten out that uh, every home team is getting <laughs> a free seven points via the refs. Do you think there's somebody betting that right now? Yeah, like, I like, don't oh think. Oh man, there's home, home teams can't lose. There, you know it. You know there are. Well, we know people that. that are like that. Yeah. We're not advocating for it, but we know people who do that sort yeah, of shit. Don't do that. Yeah, man. Freaking Clay Travis probably gave out a blood bank guarantee on uh, New York because they're home and home teams are twelve and zero against the spread so far this week. Um, that was an unfair shot, but that guy sucks. So it is what it is. You know the, what? I, um, honestly, I don't even know why we look at the screen. We should just be using the super contest lines. <laughs> that was the funniest <laughs> thing I read all day. That was the biggest. <laughs> so, the offshore lines are pretty wacky, man. So it's, it's true. That's wacky true. Indeed. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to need to bounce back here week 10. I gave back most of my season winnings this week. And I'm fucking I'm pissed. So send you a virtual hug. Oh, thanks. That'll make me feel better. Uh, a virtual under on tonight's Ravens Patriots game would feel yeah, better. No, I really <clears throat> thought we were going to get a field goal in the first, on the first God one there. Fucking damn it. Uh, generational, generational defense, my ass. Um, all right, let's wrap it up. That was fun. That's cathartic. I feel better. Got some, got some off my chest. I'm going to reflect on this over the next couple of days. See if I, if I'm clouded by recency bias or if the refs really were, uh, tilting things in favor of every home team this week. And uh, we will get back after it with a full podcast on Wednesday. Sound good? Sounds great. I'll see